it, when the series is Peaky Blinders, one of my favorite. OJ has been wanting this moment <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> but, um, Bing. by order of the Peaky, Peaky, I feel like there's no reason to even ask AJ if he would recommend this. To yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I recommend like, this what you, what, like if you're like, oh, what show should I watch? I'm like, if you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, you watch that. Watch that. <laughs> and then there's some other stuff you can watch, but watch this. All right, welcome back to another episode of What We Watching. We got a whole new setup here. Circle table, we can look at each other no more. Like my neck was hurting. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting good at this pause thing. Huh? <laughs> but uh, yeah, my neck was hurting from looking at this one direction the entire time. So I had to make a change. But how you guys, you guys feeling it? What you guys think? I like it. Although I feel like I I'm like, a third wheel on a date. Oh, really? You too. <laughs> Well, I was I was saying I feel like I should be sitting there because it's using you versus Amar. All right, going going but, um, to lose. Yeah, I like it. It's giving very much uh, Jada Pinkett Red Table Talk situation. <laughs> Black yeah. Table Talk. I feel like, I feel like we have to start bringing like drinks now. Right. For oh, that's the, true. And have like little ambiance. Like, oh, ginger right? beer, and then I can get Omari tipsy. I get Omari tipsy during that, and we'll really get Ooh. some serious takes. Oh man, oof. Yeah, bring like, some, I didn't get never, I'm not some, some Casamigos. Oof, it'll, it'll get tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it'll get tricky. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's nice vibes. I like this. Nice yeah. change. So, I mean, today we're going to cover our first series. Mm-hmm. So, at the topic, I wanted to kind of have it like relate to the series, but I mean, it, when the series is Peaky Blinders, one of my favorite. OJ has been wanting this moment <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm kind of selfish now, because the first episode we did my favorite movie or like one of my favorite movies, <laughs> and now the first time we're doing a series, we're doing Peaky Blinders. Which well, was, yeah, I mean, I don't even think you recommended the first episode. I think it was just a consensus because that's what we are already talking, talking about in about our group that. chat. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so the topic for today, I wanted to ask you guys is, uh, what do you guys prefer, network shows or series or streaming platform series? Cause there's a lot of good ones on both sides. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think I have a preference. Yeah, I just a good series is a good series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, over the years, <clears throat> in recent years, for me, network hasn't been as great. I feel like streaming has had a lot more freedom to just be like wild as hell. Yeah, but, trying um, new things. I mean, in the like late high school, like in the most of my college years, I was really enjoying like a lot of the cable stuff. So like AMC with Breaking Bad and. Um, uh, what's my uh, what's our zombie show that everyone watched? Oh, um, Walking Dead. Planet, Walking Dead, um, Mad Men. Like AMC alone was like killing it. Oh, Mad Men was AMC. Also? Yeah, yeah, AMC. Then you had um, ooh, what was the show with Charlie Hunnam? Um, with the bikers and shit. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of, Sons of Anarchy. Ooh, yeah. Let's put some respect. Wait, on. so what? what? I, ain't see, I, ain't, I ain't see that one. What I was that on? You didn't see some. I haven't seen. You have to start Anarchy. watching. And that was. He's on. been texting me about it, and I'm I'm, 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 started, I'm starting it soon. He I started, started rewatching it, and I just yo, I yeah. forgot how wild this show is, mm-hmm. and I, it reminds me. I, I like I said, I was like, yo, this is like a biker version of Peaky, but like. It just it, every, how savage they are in Peaky, mm-hmm. they're just as just savage. savage and yeah. like certain stuff where it's like 
<clears throat> and this is not really giving anything away, but like they get into it with an ATF agent, mm-hmm. oh, and sure. then, and uh, the ATF agent is like playing it close to one of their girls, mm-hmm. and he warns him like, "Hey, back off!" And he doesn't. He walks into the police department and swings on the ATF agent in what? the police department, and hit and the rest of the biker gang surrounds and like looks at the cops like, "I dare you." <laughs> <laughs> They're basically, he's basically beating them up in the, stand middle, up in the, in the middle of the police department. The and they all watch. And then afterwards, he points out that his girl had a uh, restraining order against this dude in another state. Oh, and he nah. came here saying that he's pursuing them. But it really was a way to like yeah. try to be around a girl. So <laughs> they end up getting away with it. And like the uh, guy yeah, gets he... shipped off. But it's like, yo... They're super savage. Like they don't care who. If you piss them off, they don't care who's around, Mm -hmm. who's watching, what's going on. Like it's 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 over. They they are the definition of it's on site. On site. On site. Facts. Yeah. No. Need to peep. Have you seen Animal Kingdom or any of those? I was just about to say. I I felt like because it feels like the same kind of vibe. I've seen a couple episodes. It it looks wild as hell. No, I need to watch it. My brother. Has recommended it a lot. I think my mom watches it too. They say it's good. Word. But. When I finish Sons of Anarchy, which will probably be like, mm, I say within a week. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's all about like seven <laughs> seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. I watch uh, Animal Kingdom, but uh, I forget what the original question was. Oh, network versus. So that's oh, another yeah, part yeah. I wanted to do. Is, so AMC is that like premium? AMC is just like 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 just like just cable? cable. So I don't like, know if it's premium or cable because I know yeah. HBO has a lot of good shows, but yeah. they're premium technically. Right, 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 exactly. And like Showtime will have some. I don't know if I consider that network still. Yeah. Maybe that would still be. I mean, I guess they're having their streaming platforms now. So. Yeah. But I would say, hmm, as like throughout history. Mm-hmm. I probably lean a little bit towards network just because they have more years, more content yeah. mm-hmm. and like more of my favorite ones mm-hmm. started on network. Like mm-hmm. sons of anarchy is network. Prison break is network. Breaking bad is network. Right. Yeah. Like more of my favorite ones are on network. Right. Um, but recently I probably more lean more towards streaming and not just because they have the outlet to do wild things, but I feel like on streaming services, they do a better job of like, we're done. Mm. And sto- okay. On network, I, they will drag, they drag a shit, story yeah. out. They It'll have, be like six extra seasons. They are literally. <laughs> I'm glad you guys they got will not I, let I was, go. Yeah, I was saving my part for like last because I had like reasoning or, or whatever. But yeah, that's like. Yeah, like they will like network. They will. They will. To oh my goodness, so is is for ad money too? Yeah, because yeah, they like absolutely. streaming platforms. They, I mean, they have to get people to subscribe and watch so yeah. they're gonna give you something good and make sure it's good rather we're like if a, like a a lot of networks they'll have their first season their first season will be like 10 episodes right. and the next one is like 20 if yeah. they get if they yeah. haven't hit they they're like all right good. we're gonna start looking this yeah. season's gonna be 20 we're gonna double the price at the upfront we're gonna make sure that we get as many ads mm-hmm. <laughs> in between if we have people's attention as Thanks. possible so that's like that's more so why i lean uh, my preference would be leaning towards streaming platforms and yeah. I guess premium because they're not tied to revenue, like ad revenue dollars right. where um, most, most of the time streaming platforms, they like, all right, we'll give you 10 episodes in a season and every single episode is going to be important. It's not going to be like dragged out exactly. and you're going to have not no fat, but like 
the necessary fat and not like mm-hmm. a whole bunch. You're not gonna have an episode where you're like, all right, I wasted my time watching this. Nothing right. happened. It didn't move right. the story along. This was just a filler episode. Yeah, you're not gonna have that. But at the same time, you have shows like you have really good sitcoms that came from networks, or you have shows like The Office or the ones you guys you guys brought up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, well, um, I, I talked about this in the group chat. The Office isn't a series. But <laughs> it's not a series. No, it's a sitcom. It's a sec- oh, I just oh, right, said sitcom right, right. or oh, okay. I just said sitcom now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like with the recent, the more recent, like popular series that's been on TV, everyone's complaints has been the same. Like after season two or three, everyone's like, all right, it's taking the time. Like they said it about Empire, they said it about Power, they said right, it about right, how to right. get away with murder, they right. said it about Scandal. Scandal. They said it, you know, all these ones that are are, are more recent, like the ones that's done a better job like insecure mm-hmm. and still has people engaged this is us, this is us. Mm-hmm. but even now like it's, people are like you feel like on. they're stretching it out yeah. and then like every episode makes you cry like they're like okay can we have a different emotion a different vibe. you know what i'm saying right. but now if it's like yeah, seven if it's, if it's seven seasons of 22 episodes of me crying it's like yeah. all right i you know it's gonna yeah. be draining you get what i'm saying but you get stuff like Netflix, like Ozark. They're like, nope, fourth season, last season. Yeah, right. It's right. Peaky Blinders right. is going to be six, and that's it. Yeah, and they give you done. six episodes per season. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And, and it's going to be, but it's going to be jam packed with a lot. It's going to be an hour of yeah, like. It's, it's going to be an hour length so film much. for yeah. each exactly <laughs> for each um episode, and it's not going to be like. They're not going to have those baked in cliffhangers because you know, like a commercial break is coming. I'm like exactly. watching Manifest recently. Are you watching like certain yeah. shows? You can tell. All right, this you is on network. When, yeah, you can tell when they broke they're out. They're just yeah. like oh, something dramatic yeah. just happened, and you Ta-da. come back and it's like, that was true. Like it definitely, and it it could take you out of like. Especially that's the one thing I don't miss about like traditional television shows because it's like you'll be so invested, and then like you're like. Oh, We'll be right back. You got to hear from Colgate real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, damn. But, um, or the yeah. story should be at a turning point and like, right. we're going to drag this, like, right. exactly. this one day is lasting four episodes right. or something. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> See, but I actually enjoy, so I've been watching the Sons of Anarchy on Hulu and mm-hmm. you know they have ads. Yeah. And the ads are basically yeah. like commercials. Yeah. I actually like, yes, it's annoying to watch ads when you get used to not watching them. But you need time, some time to process what just happened. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree and with so that. the ad comes at a time and be like, wait, you start putting pieces together. And yeah. Like, wait a minute. Did that really? Yeah. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. That, oh, that, wow. that happened with me with uh, Snowfall on Hulu. See? It, I definitely needed yeah. that. I definitely yeah. needed that to the, those breaks to be like, okay, wait, what? Because that's one of those shows where there's a lot of shit happening at one time. And so you need that break to kind of like, okay, woo, 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 woo. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'll definitely agree with that. Yeah, for sure. So what, what network was Snowfall on? That was Team FX. FX. Yeah, FX now. The Wire, FX. The Wire was a network. Oh, um, Atlanta. Atlanta on FX. FX mm-hmm. was another one that was killing it. TNT has some pretty has had some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Also, but at the same time, like they they have legacy. They they've been not around for right, a while. Right, they've been around for a minute. But yeah, I just like I don't know if I would say I have more favorite shows that are actually I might like on streaming platforms platforms versus uh networks but I just like the structure of streaming platforms way yeah. 
the the way they structure their seasons and their stories because they know what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, for sure. It seems like they're they're just shooting an extra long movie, like boom, you got it, and then all right, this is gonna be a sequel if people like it, and if not, right, if not we can just can't. Yeah, we're yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I do, I've always enjoyed, though, is the the fan experience with traditional TV and, like, the Once especially with social media. <clears throat> like, it was so much fun, like, watching those early Walking Dead seasons, those, you know, early Breaking Bad seasons. Everyone just like, you know, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Like It's more interactive. You know, yeah, yeah that interactive. Everyone has their like, theories. Yeah, it feels like everyone's true. sitting around the TV, like you know watching it together like live sports like everyone's you know just talking shit while while watching and so i've always enjoyed that for sure even with reality tv on on cable and, and traditional tv like oh my god the jersey shore era oh no nah. oh, when jersey was funny when jersey shore <laughs> was, was funny peak, was funny. like like really happened like especially when it was here in miami yes, it was like it was, miami season was nuts like, it was upgraded oh my gosh that was so much fun being on social media during no. that time oh. i hate reality tv yeah I, I like the reality tv of uh there's been there's been only a few shows on reality TV that I like. I like the ones where they're like, it's like the uh, they're competing in like some sort of yeah. like competition. Oh, yeah, I love like Survivor. Yeah, like yeah, yeah those, I those. I like I those. those. And there's one that they always do like real world, whatever, yeah, and the they're competing or whatever. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like College Hill. College Hill. <laughs> they need to um, bring back College Hill. And then uh, the most bizarre one of all is Flavor of Love. Because, oh, yeah. because it's just it's so wild. And it's I love New York. So, yeah, it's just yes. so wild. But yes. then now, like, it's like... Yeah, There's so many just, housewives of every city. I don't oh watch any of that God. stuff. Yeah, but like, and it's just all yeah, it's those an hour of screaming. Yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. That's all it is. MTV yeah. had some good ones. MTV had, had a good, moment, like, yo, like funny, like reality yo, TV, like, like LOL, game show type like, things. Yeah, the game show days, even the 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 um the well, team like, mom, like next in <laughs> like team mom. Yeah. mom used to have me rolling. I was like, is this real? Like this is real. Like oh my god, yeah. But now they had like I remember on BT they had one too called uh, Hell Date. <laughs> is hilarious and then the next bus on mtv they used to yeah. have some wild ass shows yeah. man you said, um do, do you know where re- how reality tv got so popular you know yeah. writers went on strike right the writers, yeah, strike. writers they were on just strike like, so what? they had to have something to put on tv right and, it, and that's and i'm like all right so now we have all these real that's housewives we, yeah. of whatever and it's, it's so cheap it's i mean netflix so, uh, i feel like netflix like pumps out a re- new reality show like every month like yeah they just every... had a huge casting call i like got an ad for it <laughs> really yeah that's crazy yo yeah one of one of my um boys that went to the uf um he was just on the, this last season of the bachelorette um and then there's another someone else i know who's gonna be on some show um, I think it's called like F Boy Island or something. Jeez, bro, it's like literally just out, just coming out the woodworks, like just random ass. Yeah. Like everyone's on an island, everyone's having sex, everyone's like <laughs> punching, fighting, kicking, and screaming. Yeah, I'd like the uh, I forget what it what the name of the show is, but it's like you bring your boyfriend or girlfriend to this yeah. island to test their their love or their love their for you, and all all the whole time people are just like trying to have sex with them, and yeah. you're seeing if they're gonna. Be, I was like, yo, the fact that you're coming on the show. <laughs> You might as well just call, just go ahead and call it quits. Yeah. I was like, man, go ahead and get Need that money bag. Or whatever. I guess. Yeah, like just. This is my final straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I'm gonna see if he's actually gonna be loyal. Supposedly, people were enjoying the circle on Netflix. I don't know what that situation was all about, but I was just like, this, some of these I shows are generating yeah. some very sociopathic uh, tendencies here. I don't know what the situation is. Even with F Boy Island, it was like <laughs> the girl. So it's like a 
like two, three girls, and then the guys is like a bunch of f boys, f boys, and they're like tricking the girls into thinking that they're not not f boys, and if the girls guess, they win like the money or something. Guess what? Like guess if they're like the bad boys, like oh, the f boys. Okay. <laughs> so like the whole show, like they're being nice, and like yeah. I guess like the girls have to like spot clues to see if they're like. It sounds or like not. like Snapchat TV or it, whatever. No, literally, <laughs> it's some those. yeah, no, it's some YouTube TV, Snapchat TV type of situation, like. It's hilarious. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Reality TV is a hot mess, but um, it all started with um, Jerry Springer and Maury. Right. That, that is the that energy. Like oh, that that was talk shows. Yeah. Yes. Or, or OG, like I mean, I guess talk show, but also like reality. A reality. Yeah. Yeah. Those like man, those these people exist in the world. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about reality documentaries, though? What the fuck is that? Like so, I mean, like like Last Chance You. Where like you're just following—it's a documentary those. series, but you're also so just I don't following think the story. You can, I don't think you can. I don't think there's a such thing as a reality documentary because a documentary yeah. in itself is supposed to be reality. Okay, so last chance you, if you watch any of those. Yeah, it's a docu series. I would you, call it a docu series. Yeah, it's a docu series. Okay. So, but you're following them like day in the life rather than like we're gonna film this documentary, and I'm just like. We're, we're learning about a certain subject mm-hmm. or people or something. Yeah, there's different approaches to documentaries. Okay. So a documentary could be a day in a life. Yeah. A documentary could be, oh, let's analyze, like, I'll give you an example, uh, the Michael Jordan docu- docuseries, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a series. They decided to cover Michael Jordan more so as a basketball player. And they discuss hardships and stuff as a basketball player, but you don't you don't hear much about him off the court. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Other than the stuff that they felt like affected basketball. Right. So you don't hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they could have chose to attack Michael Jordan from a perspective of, oh, let's let's analyze him as a businessman. Yeah. Or hey, Michael Jordan now is super busy. Let's follow him for a day and see what like the most popular basketball player to ever live what a day in his life is like. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Right. Okay, so There's right. different Hard approaches knocks. to it. Reality or docu-series? Mm-hmm. It's like I've seen Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. It's like when question. they follow an NFL team like preseason, <clears throat> before season. Uh, and it's, it, like, it almost feels like a last chance you like the yeah, last chance you basketball last stuff. You. That's why like when I'm watching, when I watch the last chance you basketball, I didn't, I didn't, I've only seen like bits and pieces of the football ones, but the basketball one I watched, the and it just so felt good. like it was a reality show, yeah, but yeah. like not necessarily that they were making, like they were inserting like drama or something. Mm-hmm. It was just like, so it just it, felt like a, the reality of the situation in a way. So it's hard not to like <laughs> embedded, like the UFC is embedded. You know, uh, the, I don't think I've watched it that much. Oh, so every time they, they have fights mm-hmm. coming up with the UFC for the week yeah, leading up to the fight, yeah, they, they do, do a daily like embedded series where okay. they're just see, seeing what the fighters are doing the mm-hmm. week of yeah. the uh, fight. Oh, okay, I've seen, I've seen um, those, yeah. and and they do it sometime with <coughs> boxing too. Like they'll follow them, show them training, etc. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a clear difference between a reality TV show and like a docu series. Like yeah. the vibe right. of it is very different. Well, yeah, yeah, the vibe of so, it. So that's why I called it a reality documentary because it's like I don't know. I feel like it's it's almost in between. Like those at least feel feel like that to me. Right. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't think. I think I took Last Chance You as a docu series. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like it becomes reality TV when 
your staging situations for them to be in. So if you follow any of these yeah. shows like Flavor of Love, they're staging something. They're staging him choosing a date. They're mm-hmm. staging, mm-hmm. etc. So that that point is actually not reality, though. So that's that's where. But it that's where what they deep. Yeah, so a lot reality of, yeah. TV, like what love they and hip hop and stuff. Yeah, like they, they stage, stage situations, arguments, right, but right. they don't stage what the people are gonna say. Saying so that, they yeah. know if they say, "Hey, Gabe and Omari." Um, are gonna argue about Tokyo Drift. <laughs> We're gonna stage them walking into a screening of it and the cast being on stage talking about how great the movie is. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then have both of us come in and us be like a part of the panel asking questions. Yeah. Like and that's staging. Yeah. And they stage the situation. Yeah, they stage the situation. Knowing it's floor, pause, we're fighting. Yeah. Or they're following, you know, they follow these people all around. So they know this guy is cheating on this girl with this girl. Right, so they put right. the guy in the room <laughs> with this girl and this girl. They're mm-hmm. staging this situation to try and get a reaction yeah. out of them. With uh Docu series, they're not really staging anything. They're pretty. They're capturing stuff as it goes. Now they do have some creative licensing with like editing what they choose to share, what they right. choose right. not how to they share, piece it together, how right. they piece yeah, it together, etc. But it's not really them staging anything. So it's. I'm glad you mentioned that because what we call reality TV is literally them staging something. Yeah, it's not really like reality. Mm-hmm. I feel like it started out with all right, this is just real stuff, but then they're yeah, like, all right, it definitely now we, start, yeah, there's some sure. juice behind it. Let's yeah, let's kind of really amp it up. Yeah, <laughs> let's amp it up. Yeah, like I feel like yeah, even with Jersey Shore, I don't know if they, I don't know if they staged Snooky because I remember that show jumping off when Snooky got punched in the bar by the guy. Remember yeah. that? I don't know. There are rumors that the producers were like, yo, punch the fuck out of Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's for sure. But yeah, they've done that before. Like, especially on Love of Hip Hop, they'd just be like, yo, Twister Nepo. Like, what? Like, we'll give you an extra 20 stacks. Like, fine. Like, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely a, one of the wilder uh, <laughs> genres yeah. of, of television. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're making bank off that shit right now. I mean, Netflix is literally, like I was saying. Cook, like, yeah, cooking competition shows. Yeah, yeah like everything. baking competitions, the, like all the, that kind of like, Yeah, competition shows come into like reality too. TV too, technically. I love those. I absolutely love any show. Any show shows. that involves food, it's all right with me. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Food Network. Like, Discovery has their own uh, streaming platform. And Food Network has, like, every single thing. Like, it's amazing. Like, Chopped, fucking, um, all of them. I love it. Absolutely. Top Chef was my favorite for a while. Top Chef, me too. Right, like me and my brother would go like Yo, we'll watch it and my brother and i too we used to make tear. a challenge though and yes. then we're like right. oh see i've yet to i've I always know, my using the microwave i can't use it right now Bro, <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious yo i've always wanted he got to, to the beast before me so I don't yeah exactly bro cupcake wars are you kidding me like yo and then they'd have the different like yo the star wars episodes like the you know legos I, episode i like the judging the judging is always hilarious oh, yeah, for when sure. they taste your food and they like, sure. especially when it's trash. I'm sorry, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can tell she uh, yeah, she got I the don't. worst of the worst peas. Um, and... The chicken's raw. 
as fuck. I mean, I just don't like the. It's like they go in. Yeah, they, like, and like, or if the chicken is dry, they like. Yeah. Is that chicken? Yeah, it's so Bro, there was one where uh, a person didn't cook their chicken all the way. Like the chicken was, and it was like this is a cooking show, and the food isn't cooked. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I seen that. <laughs> it was like yo, but then they really it's come wrong. in there because first of all, chicken's not like that's the part that can, I can see maybe steak or like be like chicken's like one of the easier things to cook. Like you should know when the chicken's done like you got to it's life or death yo it's they be in there like forgetting <laughs> ingredients and shit. i'm like yo this is hilarious yo yeah yeah oh man gotta love those shows man but yeah honestly i i think um yeah i, I still enjoy some of the um the live audience experience type of deal through social media with traditional tv you get it sometimes. I like what Disney Plus did where they're kind of like doing it like they're putting one show out at a time. Mm-hmm. So like everyone can kind of like take a week to, you know, enjoy, you know, the first episode, second episode as they come out. But um, yeah, I mean, overall streaming's definitely been killing it with like new stuff. Like I've thoroughly enjoyed, um, you know, a lot of the Hulu stuff, a lot of like Amazon's been killing it. Um some of the other Netflix has been been cool. Early Netflix was obviously great with Stranger Things and mm-hmm. um, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. The beginning seasons of House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. Fright. No, they, there's so many good shows. They really on started too, it they, like like had me really binging shit for real. The, yeah, they're the reason they for all these other streaming yeah. platforms. Yeah, no, so they their success yeah. made other people like, all right, we yeah, gotta we tap gotta into this market in. too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Elite. Elite. Yeah, yeah so. I feel like it's not hard to find a bad Netflix show, but like there's not many. And if and if like the first season was like, eh, they're just like we're not doing it again. Like <laughs> People you didn't real, watch it. Like these days, there's so much out now. Like you really gotta like, because for me, for some reason, I haven't been like last like over the like during like the lockdown lockdown for last year, I was like consuming a lot of stuff. But I I find myself like kind of like filtering even more now to the point where it's like I need the show to really be like knocking my socks off. I need like I need it like so like I've been like on the Disney Plus wave because obviously I enjoy superhero stuff. So I've been eating all that up. Um, And some of the other streaming platforms have been putting out superhero stuff too. So I've been kind of like watching a lot of that. But um, I would like to branch out into some other things. But yeah, Yeah. Netflix is just like so dense now. Like yeah, there's there's so much. It's also the best platform. For showing you what you're probably going to be interested in, anyway. right? <laughs> like right for sure. For they're sure. like, they're you might like this. They're usually right. Yeah, they for sure. The algorithm, like networks oh, and, yeah. and film companies, and how they're using data now to like pump out content, like and what kind of content they're putting out. So I thought that was pretty interesting, just like how they're kind of like curating, you know, their stuff for us in a way. Um, and using it to like deliver us what they think we like. So. Yeah, and a lot of times, like espe- what I've noticed on, on Netflix too, especially for things like I don't really like this, and there's like five seasons. It's kind of like it was wrong for you, but it's really good for someone else. Yeah, and that's what they that's what they're good at. They're good at hitting these these exactly. niches, niches. Exactly. That's funny. I got a funny story about um, Netflix's algorithm. Mm-hmm. So I was going out of town, which happens frequently, and. When I left to go out of town, my Netflix, and this was before like all the Netflix hotels, right all the hotels. I go out of town frequently. <laughs> all the, Every time that I travel, the, which is a lot. <laughs> I, um, my frigging flyer miles are yeah. <laughs> when, I, when 
I watch my shows on the PJ. It just gets really. <laughs> um, well, this is before uh, Netflix would be in, in like hotels and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I went out of town. I gave uh, a friend who we both, uh, who we all know, like my password to my Netflix account. They yeah. want to watch Netflix. So when I leave, I'm, my account is like gory movies, <laughs> movies with heavy killing, uh, high violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these are the categories that, you know, like that I'm seeing. I'm, all right, all right, all right, I guess y'all know me. And then I come back and I open up my Netflix and I'm like, movies with a strong black female lead <laughs> movies where, where single women overcome yeah. I was like what happened Tyler Perry <laughs> what, <laughs> what happened to my Netflix <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> like what is that what? because you talk so and so I've never seen that <laughs> dad why is all this Gabrielle Union stuff on my shit what's going on <laughs> yeah I was like yo this is, I was going for three days <laughs> 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 it's gone for three days and I got all these Tyler Perry movies on my shit. Oh Lord. Yeah. That's funny. Speaking of heavy violence. Heavy violence, yeah. I mean <laughs> it is heavy violence, but I don't know. This this show is just so tasteful. I feel like they do everything right. And if it's not right, they don't do it. Yeah. Like yeah. even if you're watching, you're like, all right, where's this going? I don't really see how this connects. Then later on, you're like, oh, now my mind's blown. Right, yeah, for but, sure. But um, I'll, I'll start it off. Well, we talked about it. It's Peaky Blinders. I'll give a little, um, I'll read the, the summary of the plot. It takes place in Britain. It says Britain is a mixture of despair and hedonism in 1919 in the aftermath of the Great War. Returning soldiers, newly minted revolutions, and criminal gangs are fighting for survival in a nation rocked by economic upheaval. This also, it, I mean, it takes place in, in England, so they're, they're talking like this in the summary. <laughs> but uh, one of the most powerful gangs of the time is Peaky Blinders, running, run by returning war hero Thomas Shelby and his family. But Thomas has bigger ambitions than just running the streets. When a creative, uh, this is the first season, when a creative guns goes missing, he recognizes an opportunity to advance in the world because crime may pay, but leg- legitimate business pays better. Trying to rid Britain of crime is Inspector Chester Campbell, which is the main antagonist in the first episode, um, season, who arrives, who arrives from Belfast to try to achieve that goal. Belfast is Ireland. I think it was in Ireland. Yeah. So this, we're going to be reviewing, I guess we didn't specify, but just the first season, six, the first six episodes of the, of the entire series. But yeah, um, yeah it's a crime Gang, family, kind of thing, kind of mafia feeling, but not the traditional American mafia movies you've seen. Very, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, they're, they're sophisticated, but also like gritty. Gritty. There you go. I was yeah, going to say gritty. They're, they're okay gritty. with getting their hands dirty. Because grungy means like, yeah, but they're definitely they're gritty. Definitely okay with getting their hands dirty. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So any movie that involves vintage suits and people dying. Sign me up. Yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure. <laughs> so, so when I was looking up that thing, some fun facts were that the Peaky Blinders is actually kind of based on a true story or like true events. Mm-hmm. They were a real gang, but they weren't like, they didn't go as far as like Tommy takes them in the show. Right, right, right. um, they lost power in 1910 to the Birmingham boys. So like there was some 
it's, it's almost like, like not, not like Tarantino, Tarantino but it's like it could have happened. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happened. Yeah, based on true facts, but not necessarily like as it was. Word. Yeah, but th- it's interesting with the Brits. I'm, uh, after watching a lot of these different um, films on like with British culture heavily embedded, it's it is interesting like how you were saying like how they're not afraid to get their hands dirty, but they have like it's behind this landscape of like incredibly deep and um, you know. Uh, dense history like it's a very old society you know yeah. what i'm saying but in the underbelly of it you know they in the mud like they can really yeah. like get you know like you said get their hands dirty so it's, it's very like interesting. sophisticated dirt yeah no it's, it's it's ghetto fabulous and i think that uh it's just, <laughs> no it's really interesting um i mean I'm, I'm not sure where to start i mean i guess i can kind of start with like my favorite character um i really like pole Oh yeah, Aunt Paul. Yeah, yeah I Aunt really Paul. like her. Um, I she, just as even as an actress, she kills it. Yeah, she's just incredibly yeah as a character and then as an actress, I enjoy both. I just like I feel like she's the anchor of it, which I, I I'm pretty sure that's kind of the point of the, the yeah, character. Yeah, the matriarch. She's exactly she's the one who's who's kind of been holding it down. And um, while she does have her ups and downs and kind of her emotional struggles as things you know ebb and flow. And then, and ultimately unwind at the end of the season. She definitely, she's definitely the most composed, and definitely the one who's mm-hmm. trying to help everyone make the right decisions. And I always enjoy a character that's still able to keep things, you know, in perspective. Yeah, like keep things in perspective, in some sense, on the straight and narrow, in the midst of chaos and just like bullshit. And she, um, yeah, and again, with the with the, the way she delivers a lot of the lines, she's yeah. just like, I love the snarkiness. I love how she's able to be submissive at times. I love how she's able to be powerful at times. So I definitely like her character. Super dynamic. She's yeah. definitely the glue to the to the family, too. Because yeah. like, like, you, like you were saying, um, she keeps a cool head in like mm-hmm. various situations, especially even like being a woman in that time. In that time, exactly. And my thought was like, all right, Tommy kind of does too because he's the mastermind of it and like even when you're like are oh, he's out of his mind what is he doing what is he getting them into at the end it like kind of turns out and like okay he just has like foresight he's yeah like Prometheus or whatever like he's seeing 10 steps ahead of even the people he's going against and stuff where even Paul sometimes my aunt Paul might not see that but at the same time her role is a little different where like she's that glue piece and like even keeps him like from getting too big of a head or thinking like all right you can do it. you can do anything just because yeah yeah. yeah, and I think that's why he's my favorite character. I mean, he's the yeah, he's the obvious choice, mm-hmm. but I like his character for. Remember when we reviewed Goodfellas? Yeah, and I was talking about the guy who was in charge and how it was like, oh, he doesn't move, he doesn't move fast for anyone because right. he doesn't have to, mm-hmm. and he was like, these people, you, they don't even talk to him, and he doesn't do X, Y, and Z, and he doesn't. I'm like. Yeah, that type of leader, I I probably want to punch in the face. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not that kind of leader. Yeah. He leads by like he leads by he, example. He, he, he has, has that respect, respect but he also is like, like yeah, he will punch I'm, you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he legit for sure. Will, I'll go do it. Yeah, yeah, like just what do you mean? <laughs> I, I'm right here. I can handle it. Yeah. I can have someone do it later. Yeah, he, in in the craziest situations, you pull a gun on him. He's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, and he's you know what I'm saying like I like that type yeah. of calculated he's yeah. always too I like the person who is like 
clearly an intellectual with how, like you say, the fir- the the foresight to know where he want to move these chess right, pieces right, right. and where he wants to take the group. And even if he gets blindsided, like. He yeah, yeah he's, he's bouncing back or he has like he yeah. oh, I had a contingency plan for that mm-hmm. even though like this hurts yeah exactly so even in those situations he has the foresight but he's not just put into that role only mm-hmm. and the I mean I'm sure Amari will enjoy this like the person in the superhero universe who does that is Batman yeah. right, right right like he's good at strategizing yeah, ten steps ahead he's ten steps ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's also the one, yeah, but he's also the one to go get his hands dirty. Yeah. Right. I like that type of leader over the person who's just like, all right, I'm the intellectual and intellectual only, and every, I'm going to have everybody else go get their hands dirty and do all these things. Because right. I would 100, 100% be the person to be like, was well, he not getting his hands dirty because he can't? Or right. is he scared? Or yeah, because like, <laughs> why does he keep sending us into the flames? Right, and he's not—he's nowhere near them. Yeah, so I like his character because of that. Like, he's clearly an intellectual, but he's also like, I right, don't fuck with me. Right, yeah, and he gets—he gets like charged multiple times in the season. Like, there are definitely moments where he's showing vulnerability and kind of an inability to do certain tasks, most especially like kill. Which is like the main thing. While he was able to do other things, when it was time to like, you know, lay the hammer down, you'd see Arthur, you'd see someone else, you know, take the final shot. But he bounces back in different respects and, and, you know, gets the job done to show like, no, like, this is like my show. Like, this is like my situation. This is my group. (laughs) And I need like... You know, I need to like retain my dominance Mm -hmm. in this in this situation. So you saying that further makes me believe that this is just a vintage Brit version of Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they get down to Sons of Anarchy. There's the the main character in Sons of Anarchy is 10 steps ahead of everybody. He, He has the foresight to see what's coming, to understand what chess pieces needs to be moved. And he doesn't want to kill people mm-hmm. like his his uh motto is uh brains before bullets yeah. like if mm-hmm. we could get out of these situations without killing anyone why don't we do that like why yeah. is the first option always to just like off the person right, yeah. right. And sometimes that creates yeah and as he like sometimes that creates worse situations down the line right so like you saying that further makes me believe <laughs> that this is just a vintage brit version of yeah like, no one to have restraint. like this is later. i like the characters and the antagonists and all the people they bring into it also because they build them up in a way where you're like all right this guy's actually a challenger this guy's somebody like even like billy kimber he was one of my favorite characters like in the entire thing i mean the well, he ends up dying in the end but mm-hmm. When they introduced him, like, you were like, all right, this guy's somebody. Even Tommy, like, even picked up the change he threw on the floor, too. Because even Tommy had the foresight instead of, like, like he tried him and Arthur was like, nah, we're not going to stand for that. He's like, no, like, we're going to take we're gonna take this one on the chin, get into business, and then I got something for him in a couple episodes. <laughs> in about three episodes, I got his ass. Right. So... Yeah, yeah, so I, I think, think my favorite, favorite character would be... So, so it's kind of tough because I've seen the entire series a couple mm-hmm. times. So, so trying to... Re- I mean, I, I recently watched just the first season also. But um, 
I think John might be my favorite. John is just like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain I mean, obviously, like, Tommy, I like I like Tommy's character a lot, and he's, like, what makes the show go. But if I don't pick him, because that's the easiest, easy answer, it's it's tough, but I think I, I pick John. Mm-hmm. It's between John and, and Arthur, but even, like you said, Paul's, like, really good. Like, they, yeah. every 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 person has their place and, like, a reason, but I think um I think John, because he's, he's just as on-site as Arthur, but right. also, like, can have a clear head yeah, and can, like, take one for the team or whatever and doesn't have like he has the ego but not i mean they he definitely has a bad ego and yeah, ego, but it's but not he overwhelming also, like, you know yeah, it's like he knows how to like how to push the right buttons at yeah. the right time but i like i also like how like arthur and in, in the show like obviously um so arthur's the oldest brother mm-hmm. then tommy then john and then finn who's like small right now mm-hmm. but um Obviously, like everyone's gonna think Arthur's in charge because he's the oldest, or people outside looking in. Right. But if you if you know the family, you're watching. Like, all right, obviously Tommy's calling the shots. Right. But I still like that Arthur takes on the responsibility. Like, I'm the oldest brother. Like, I I'm gonna get my hands dirty before y'all. Right. And that's why a lot of times he's like, all right, Tommy, you mm-hmm. keep a clear head. I don't want yeah. you up late at night thinking about someone you killed. Yeah. I'm gonna handle this, and then and you have the foresight or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think. I mean, I just made a case for a lot of people, but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, I think I think just John because his, his the way he like carries himself and like how he delivers his character, how he acts, I like right. it a lot too. He's yeah. that kind of suave, yeah, but still definitely. like still definitely gritty, like the the rest of them. But kind of like he almost it almost feels like he has like the, an athlete kind of mentality, right? And has like an old soul to him too. Right, it's yeah. like he's very mature for his age, yeah. and he's able to navigate this incredibly chaotic space, like arguably better than some of the adults like yeah. actual like grown adults so it i mean like the the backstory of them being in the war and like and coming back even stronger or whatever right, just right. like more and like even tommy like you can like him winning medals and him having that like folklore behind him really come through and manifest in his character like mm-hmm. all right i see why he won the medals or something because mm-hmm. he really knew what he was oh, he, he was, was doing really, or like he he's was, really like that yeah <laughs> So yeah. no, all around, we, we got into the characters. We can get into other stuff. The wardrobe, I know that's something Gabe definitely wants to talk about. Lord. Yeah, no, they was getting... That's, yeah. an, that's another time where I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, I, I like the collars that the, and the, like they're not wearing ties yeah. with their suits, but it still looks really like, yeah. clean and nice. Yeah, it looks good. And I'm like, I need... I need to find where they where they have these shirts at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, super, super lit. That's one of the things that I, I was literally just talking about this over the weekend uh, about how for some reason this weekend was like hit Gabe up for fashion advice weekend. Mm. Like I got so many people sending me pictures. Hey, should I wear this with this? Mm. Hey, what about, how does this look? Hey, mm. and I was like, what is going on this weekend? But during those times, like freaking tailors were all over the place and yeah. it was, Every, almost today, everything was custom clothing. It yeah, wasn't like mass every, production. Everything yeah. was custom clothing, but a lot of the tailors were like men shops. So by men shops, I mean like the tailor is a man, and you go in there, you get your shoes shine. It's like barbershop vibes, but yeah. with cigars and suits. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Barbershop, but for clothes, for like yeah, other stuff. Ba- yeah, basically. So you go in, you know, they fix up your suit, y'all shoot the breeze, smoke cigars, drink, you know, whiskey, get your shoes shine, etc. And then in every household, people knew how to make alterations. Yeah. So like when getting dressed, 
more importantly than a name brand or a style of clothing is the fit mm-hmm. of right, the clothing. Right, right. So when you're getting custom clothes or you have a person in your house who can make alterations, they're literally like making alter like, hey, I have to go to this place tomorrow. I have to wear this suit. Okay, I'll take it out and try it on so we can uh, make alterations for mm-hmm. tomorrow. They're every time they're wearing it, they're making alterations to it to how they to, are to how that, they that are day. Right, so right. they're just they just dressed way better yeah. back then versus now everything is mass production. So when you go into a store, like even the way they do the sizes, is they're gonna do the most generic version of the size so mm-hmm. that it can fit. Most or people. get on <laughs> the right, most people because right. it may not even fit most people the way it's supposed to, but they can get it like you just accept like okay, well this is the best it's gonna fit. Mm-hmm. So this is completely why I like that time like much better because yeah. like they you know they're wearing suits basically three piece suits basically every single day mm-hmm. and all every suit is like they have their tweed suit. They have custom right, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah every, every suit moment. is like tweed custom made etc mm-hmm. and like you said like they don't they don't need it's to also wear cooler a tie up there too so you can wear more clothes right. yeah that's true that's <laughs> can't, true can't have no tweed suit can't have some, some <laughs> yeah, if you look at vintage miami vice stuff they were still lit yeah that's true right. yeah, <laughs> they no, were true. still lit that's true and sweaty but yeah yeah <laughs> i definitely would have been sweating my ass off <laughs> they were, but you know what i'm saying like any if you look at even like vintage uh 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 i don't know what you if you want to call them like black struggle films like there mm-hmm. was an era where if you went to college you were wearing a, a suit and tie right yeah right, class right you know what i'm saying like you you went like to Tus- every day yeah every day you went to tuskegee morehouse mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. way back when you were wearing a suit every single it's day wild when your sunday's best every day and these this atlanta isn't cool no. it's still a hot <laughs> place you know what i'm saying high, some of yeah. these places are like you know it's still yeah, like super hot south, yeah like you. <laughs> it's still super hot it's like so it, i mean obviously we dress now more for convenience and comfort mm-hmm. and and then we start to tie in style with the convenience and comfort mm-hmm. but the the attention to how stuff fits back then like it's rare that you even come across a household where someone in the house knows how to sew. Yeah. Nowadays. Right, right. When back then that would like, no one could fathom the idea of no one in your house, not knowing, knowing how, how to, to sew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So wardrobe was definitely lit and I definitely enjoy it. I enjoy a suit that you can beat somebody's ass in. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they it was, was getting busy. Like, <laughs> he was at the tailor like, I need to be able to do right. this. <laughs> <In> this. <laughs> Make sure I, I got room. <laughs> I, I said that to Phil. He was he was like, uh I was like, yeah, when I, I, I try on pants, my test is if I can kick somebody in the head with these pants on, they they're lit. <laughs> so when I'm in the fitting room, I just you know, go ahead and test out this theory. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. you, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so another part to the character development or like how they constructed them that I wanted to uh, touch on was, and it comes through with Aunt Paul too, is that like Romani culture mm-hmm. and like, I, I mean, saying gypsy's bad now, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, it's, It is a little derogatory, I mean, yeah. They call themselves like gypsies in the show. Right, right. So, but yeah, um, I liked how they played on that and they had like, there was like he was half, Romani and half like English and right. you can see the the cultures overlap and how he played on both and how he used both to his advantage and stuff which was cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that underlying part of the plot, and yeah, I mean, just different plot points. I just was some. I was surprised by a lot. Of, like, I was not expecting Wifey to die. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. Um, and it definitely was a point where I was like, "How is Tommy gonna like? What happens after this? There's a lot of episodes left. Like in this, you know, what I mean, we got some more of the season left. Like, yeah. what is Tommy gonna do? Um, and um, like, obviously, he starts off, you know, incredibly slow and just like depressed understandably and just in the pits and um yeah it was interesting to see him climb out of that but also st- while also still being affected by it in many Wait, ways that was season two bro season that, two yeah who died the wife yeah that's season two can't be yeah <laughs> 100 it's only six episodes season season one ended with you're talking about grace right i think so the blonde girl yeah that was season two yeah you're that, lying. You're, it'll Bro, sneak up on you. It's this six is, episodes. Yeah, this is why when we were talking about it in the chat, why I said, yo, I'm going to go back and rewatch season one so I know where it stops. Yeah. Because we'll get on here and I'll be talking about stuff that's like. That I was wait. I was trying so hard not to do it, too. I was <laughs> no, like, wait. when did this person. Because another one of my favorite characters comes in, but that's season two also. Yeah. And he's one of my favorite actors. Okay, so you guys so know that season, season one ends with Grace being like. Right, Grace, she's like she snitched him out, but was like, "Here right, goes Tommy." Right, like, right, right. Okay, okay, I love right, you, right, and okay. then she's like, "There it goes." Like, okay, you go, right, right, you, right, right. you okay. bounce, you you just right. Okay, right. You right, just right, sold right. us out, right? But even with their dynamic, I think that it, it it was interesting seeing the two of them kind of play off of one another because again, Tommy's just such a dynamic character, um, and it's interesting seeing him in those intimate, more vulnerable moments. Yeah, and then moving over into when it's time to like do business with the squad yeah someone says something about your mom you cut their eyes right right <laughs> right right i'm with that mm-hmm. I'm, i love this i love these types of shows man yeah i love because and on, yeah you, you see yes obviously they're a gang they're there there's crime they're doing things that you know People, a lot of people in exactly and what i love about these things is that you see that a lot of times in these gangs or these crime like type of environments that I would say some of these people have stronger morals than your yeah. average everyday right. person yeah, sure. who would look he, down upon Tommy says yeah, that in the sure. Yeah, who would look down upon like uh these cultures. Like there's certain things that they're not gonna do, certain certain routes that they're not gonna take, you know, like even into today's society, it's it's nothing to exploit a kid for gain. It's mm-hmm. nothing to exploit. Hey, oh, this, this black guy just got killed by a cop. Hey, let's exploit this for money. Like people do that all day, every day is is no big deal. Yeah. Right. Back during that time or during these like crime gang, like, hey, somebody's friend just died. You mentioned their name. And it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Like you can, unless you're just saying, "Hey, I'm sorry for your loss." You mention their name in any other kind of way, and it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. They they have they're super strong with their morals and their codes yeah. and and like the loyalty and everything. yeah, exactly. Like when he fake killed Danny Wizbang in the beginning, like that when that show like that first episode. And I tell a lot of people this too when when you first watch it, like it's gonna seem like. This show is moving really slow. Mm-hmm. What's going on? But if you're paying attention and like the first episode ends and it all comes together, you're like, 
oh, that was like a masterpiece. <laughs> that right, was really right. good. I'm definitely watching the next one right now right. and like continuing this. But the, during the first one, it's not as slow as Game of Thrones started off, the first Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, but it's definitely like, not as it's slow like, as like all right, you're learning things. And you're like, Arthur. oh, Arthur's not in charge. Tommy's really in charge. The family, there's a family dynamic. Why do people respect them like this? Oh, like there's this, there's all this other backstory or yeah. whatever. But yeah. So yeah. And then I'll talk about my two favorite uh, locations. Uh-huh. So I love the bar. Uh-huh. Garrison? Yeah, I, because anytime they're there, I feel like something's going to pop off. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll... Or they're, I, or they're like, like, there's pivotal plot points about right. to come, like they're yeah. out there planning. Yeah, so I'm going to go down. I, every time they're there, I'm just thinking, I'm like... Yo, how strong do you think the alcohol was back then? Right. Oh my gosh. Like it had no to be escape. with like like thinking about my so I have family who's you know from South Carolina, Georgia, mm-hmm. Deep South. Yeah. And thinking about like moonshine and how strong yeah. that is. I'm like, yo, some of this whiskey over there had to be where like and they're just all day long from mm-hmm. location to location. They're just Knocking, knocking them back. I'm like, yeah. Yo, they, just so, in there singing. What else are they gonna do? All right, like just all right. drinking. And then the fact that, like, yeah, clearly they own this bar, but he is not like he has the respect in the bar because he owns it. He has the respect in the bar because of who he is. Yeah. So like. I could just imagine. Well, he didn't even own it in the beginning. He just yeah, took yeah, it over. Exactly. Yeah, he's just like, all right, this is mine now. So I was like, <laughs> and, but the thing is, the best part about them is that whenever they do something like that, they're like, I'm going to give you a fair price. They right. don't just like strong arm you and then whatever. Right. Like if they have you do a favor for them, hey, do this favor for us because you have to right. because of who we are. Even if you say, no, I know you don't want to do it. Like you're going to do it because we know where you live. Like this is our town. Right. And then they're like, but here. We're paying you a fair price. Right, also, like right. you're, we're gonna take care of you. Yeah, it's always interesting how they kind of bring a little bit of like honesty and decency into a very like brutal business, like yeah. just like a completely like where you wouldn't expect morals and you know. Dang, someone's kid accidentally died. Like we're gonna take care of it. Right. Like See, okay. So now, but let's talk about freaking corporate America. Right. Yeah, exactly. These but, businessmen yeah. are sharks, so, yeah, and they're yeah. not giving you yeah, fair prices, no, and they don't exactly. give a shit about if yeah. your kid died, yeah, or no. they don't care about any of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's easy to look down upon them and say, hey, they're doing this in this type of way. However, they're really, they're just the, a more ex- violent version right. of or what... maybe not even more violent. They're just less accepted because they're not doing... Well, I'd say more violent accepted. because they get their hands dirty. Yeah, right. okay. The white-collar people now like they have someone do it for that or like they set you up in a position where it's like all right well this person lost everything now they're contemplating suicide this person is on the, the street homeless and they're like well that's their their business like they they attack you in those types of manners right where this person they'll walk up on you and i respect this more i respect you walking up and being like hey we need this bar and yeah it's like uh watching Django. Mm-hmm. And when he has the scene, Django's he's so like, much. he's he has the scene where he's discussing with Django, and he's like, "Hey, so while the business of slavery like grinds my gears, I despise it. It kind of benefits me if you don't have a choice but to go along with what right. it is that I'm saying." Christoph Waltz was saying to the and, yeah, and he's like, even just so I'm gonna keep this the slave arrangement right now. But even saying that, it makes me feel bad. Right. Right. It, they kind of approach it with the sense of like, if you don't have a say-so, it's better for us. Right. So 
I'm going to walk up and be like, hey, we could go tit for tat and negotiate. But if there's no negotiation, we we know we're going to get our result. Right. So I just walk up and tell you, hey, this is our bar now. You're going to say fair yes, market value. <laughs> but we're going to pay you for it. Right. You get what I'm saying? Versus like business, these businesses would be like, okay, we want this even bar. Story no, about, I'm not willing to sell. Even right, that story right. about like Amazon where they went to diapers.com was like, hey, let's buy you. I'm going to buy you. Because we want to get into this business, and they're like, "No, we're we're like solidified in here. We're we're not going to sell to you. We're doing well." And they're like, "Okay." Then they just lost money, yeah, like putting waited, diapers yeah. on discount for like right. six consecutive months to where they were like hemorrhaging, losing money. They're just like feeding it, and then eventually they they're like they made um diapers.com or whatever go out of business. They're like, "All right, we'll, we'll sell to you because we're not even making money now." Right, and. That's how they, yeah, they just, that's how they they just do it. Yeah, that that's way. how a lot of companies absorb others. Like, yeah. they're just going to wait for you to sink. But that's and, what Tommy <laughs> said, too, in the show. He's like, right. if these guns fell on anyone else's lap or, like, some other countries, like, they found them, they're definitely leveraging it. These politicians are going to leverage it. This Whatever business is going to leverage that new asset they found, even if they got it by ill means. Right. So why not us? You're saying you're, you get two locations. Yeah, so my second location is clearly the fighting gym. Oh, the fighting gym oh, is lit. Oh, man, yes. yeah. Clearly, bro, the fact that I love, so I say this all the time, like the era where you could just get into a street fight and it'd be, that'd be it, but like not to the point where it escalates, like it's a 20-man brawl yeah. or nothing like that. Yeah. It's like, hey, you and I are having an issue we, you know, get into a little situation, people monitor it, make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Okay, we finish it, we go on about our day. The fact that you could just walk into a gym and for people that. Eat for that <laughs> yeah. exact purpose right. is so lit to me. And then people who have anger issues just walk in the gym and just like hop into the ring and just, hey, anybody feel like feel like fighting me <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like you can take me yeah, <laughs> yeah like I'm off off for Shelby and then and then they'll get out of the ring after getting to like a brutal brawl Dab and then throw yeah, yeah. it's like yeah like nothing happened <laughs> yeah it's like a normal part of of the of the day so I'm, I'm like so lit so the fighting gym was so lit yeah. so lit and not only that like the getting into cinematography like that was an amazing place to shoot probably mm -hmm. like every scene like it's like we're going to be intentional with the cinematography is going to be done a certain way it's going to feel a certain way like him walking through um one of the bays in the uh in like the train port or whatever like you can tell they they've added fog and stuff to there or whatever right. or like for texture but it just felt like it was supposed to be like that too mm -hmm. it wasn't like out of like bad taste or like they were just trying to make it feel um surreal it just felt like that's what it would be like yeah. and a lot of the um a lot of the scenes were like that and a lot of things that i noticed are like on some of the pages we follow like the film pages and stuff they always reference peaky blinders mm -hmm. for like cinematographers yeah. or certain things and people are always like hey what show is this <laughs> like, why? like they've been doing this for six years watch right. the show already yeah no it's great like I it's just so appealing to like the eye yeah it's just so like or appeasing so from the first episode first I would say 60, 90 seconds. The, what, the horse walking? Bro, when I say I probably got a chubby, <laughs> the cinematography was so, so lit. So lit. Magical. Even yeah, like the cutaway gorgeous. shots to like the people looking to see him coming down the street, etc. 
every last bit of it was like what I the best part about cinematography cinematography for me is is what movies is is visual storytelling yeah it's telling you what you need to know without saying a word without saying a word and i knew everything i needed to know about him and his character in those first 60 to 90 seconds just based off of cinematography he likes horses (laughs) like there's no words he likes horses he is that dude everyone's like scared of like respectful Mm -hmm. of him but like he's still somewhat approachable right when he speaks, people listen. He and clearly yeah. owns this town. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, clearly it's owns town. this town. For sure. Right off the back, you know, like he, cle- without a doubt, he clearly owns this town. They literally, it's literally the people of the town looking up to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Visually, yeah. literally people looking up because he's up on a horse and people are down in their windows, like looking up to him as he walks by. Mm-hmm. So people look up to him. They revere him. They're afraid of him. This is his town. He is his and his alone because he's on the street by himself. By himself yeah. right. No one is out. Like he, he comes, everyone goes inside. He comes walking down the street <laughs> on a horse. Yeah. And I'm like, the only other, only other scene I've seen like that is where like, uh, in the wire where they say Omar is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone just takes off, yeah, like, yeah. dipping mm-hmm. down the street. And I'm like, yo, that, that 60 to 90 seconds yeah. was so... And so this is what I mean when we say, like, shows start off slow. Like how you and I say Game of Thrones starts off slow. It's like, yeah, it starts off, like, they're not saying anything in those 60 to 90 seconds. But visually, they're telling you a lot. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. For shows, for me, that start off slow is like... Visually, they're not telling me much, right. and there's not much right, right, going right. on. So you may say like, "Oh, there's not much action," but like they just told you. Yeah, but in that first ninety seconds, it's all because there's no sound but the horse just walking, and there's just like you hear the, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like the girl blowing the, the dust <laughs> into the horse, and you just hear like it's very like ASMR and like right, acoustic, right. but um. You just, you get drawn in. You're like, all right, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. And you're like locked in, at least from that point. Yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, period pieces, like cinematographers throughout history have just been net, like. They just flex when they're, they. Yeah. They, it's like one of those things. It's like, I get a period piece. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I've dreamed, I've dreamed of this my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because now you have to really make an audience who's never been in that era, in that time, feel like they're in that era, in that time, and feel like it's real. Mm -hmm. And the the fact that you have the ability to do that is, like, crazy to me. Like, although I don't like superhero movies, the cinematographers have to be extra lit because this is a world that doesn't exist. exist, So the fact that they can shoot a world that doesn't exist and make all these people believe or not be drawn out of this world and make them feel like it exists is extra lit. Mm-hmm. So then this this is like prime example. Like it's it's a period piece, it's vintage and throughout the show they go to different different countries, different parts, yeah. and you see the change of set design, yeah. wardrobe. What it felt like in the, what it yeah, felt like, like in each one of these places. And you're like, oh this is the color even changed. Yeah. Like when they're in Birmingham, it's right. like very not monochromatic but like it's 
less saturated mm-hmm. it's like darker colors like you can feel like all right and that's i mean birmingham is supposed to be like wet boggy kind of gloomy mm-hmm. kind of city um and you definitely feel that and that's like if like what i don't even know what that street is called like that main street like where they um where they ended up when all the horses lined up and then they all just like ransacked oh, right, looking right, right. for i think they were looking for for tommy um just that when whenever they're on that street, I'm like, all right, this mm-hmm. shot is amazing. Yeah. Like leading mm-hmm. lines, just like everything is, yes, is like bro. perfectly in place. Yeah, no, they do a great job with like linear stuff, symmetrical shots. Like I really, really enjoyed that, especially like when they're walking as like a group or like they're walk, they're entering, you know, a scene or a building. Like I really enjoy the way that they frame a lot of aspects of when they're walking in scenes. slow motion yeah it's not just like shots. some superhero like yeah. <laughs> like super overdone it's just yeah. like tasteful like oh they probably normally walk around like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> even 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 the uh and it's gonna sound wild but even they shoot the gory stuff beautifully yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like there is everyone has their style of it like tarantino style is I'm going to we're we're gonna make it as gory as possible, as violent as possible. Like, I'm gonna amp up awe inspiring, like yeah, shocking. I, yeah, awe. I'm gonna amp up. They shoot it in a way that's like their characters. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting our hands dirty for a purpose. So they're shooting these scenes not like, oh, this is just all grit, all muscle. But this is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. This is for our moral code. There's beauty in us doing this because this person deserves it. Yeah. Or we need to do it for this reason. Every like the cinematography in this is is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Big time. The, I mean, like I said, those those uh, platforms are um, accounts we follow that are just strictly for cinematography, everything mm-hmm. film. They've referenced like this show all the time, the first season all the way through, like all the all the other seasons in. Yeah, they from this this show really has everything. It has the characters, the backstory to them, the development of them, cinematography, the wardrobe, mm-hmm. like good music select, selection. I like the way the soundtrack kind of yeah. like carries you from scene to scene. Definitely, I feel like there's no reason to even ask AJ if he would recommend this. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I recommend like, this. Like, like, if you like, oh, what show should I watch? Like, if you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, you watch that. Watch that, <laughs> and then there's some other stuff you can watch. But watch this. <laughs> well, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, big time. Um, and if you've seen Peaky Blinders and you enjoy it, mm-hmm. well, then watch Sons of Anarchy. And if you watch Sons of Anarchy and you enjoy it, then watch you should watch Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's you haven't seen either of these, you you need to reevaluate some of your life choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's crazy because before I would see what's the the actor's name of who plays Tommy Cillian Murphy. Cillian, he is incredible, so and you see him pop up in a lot of like really good films. And I'm always like, he needs to be. So it's funny that he you, needs to carry right? something. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, he could really like be a vehicle for like a really great like show or something. And then I had no clue about Peaky Blinders before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I'm literally, in, yeah, I'm in the second season now, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's great. Like, I'm literally, like you said, like, it keeps you like, no, you need to, you need to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to watch this. So, um, yeah, man, it's a fun ride. I it's definitely sometimes it doesn't even feel like six episodes. It's only no, six it doesn't. No, nah, I ripped through it. Like, it's so crazy. You're like, and every episode feels like you're watching a movie. Yeah. Like it's like it's an hour long, but like they use the time perfectly, and like after you're like, wow, I just watched something. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, a lot of shows can sometimes, and like going back to the 
network and traditional streaming thing, a lot of shows can feel like you're just like taking in empty calories. Like this show is like every, almost every scene, like there's a piece of it that matters. Like yeah. you need to be taking in every single thing and it's going to benefit you in the end, either of the season um you know or the episode and then down the line the show perhaps like you're gonna like really get a full like meal for lack of a better phrase of just like different parts of the plot different you know development points for each character that adds to the story so Mm -hmm. i definitely appreciate it appreciate that too where it's like it's not wasting time you know yeah uh Clearly, I like the show. There's a bunch of yeah. good, more good things we could say. I mean, yeah. the, the the cast is really good, even yeah, though a great like, ensemble for sure. Right, even though like I mean, a lot of them, at least over here, aren't really heard of as much. Like mm-hmm. John's character and Arthur's character, and on and rest in peace, on Paul. She died, but her character. Wow, yeah, know. you didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> you just got attached to her too. Damn. And I, when she said like, "Oh, I'm just now watching this for the first time," I'm like, "Oh, you yeah. guys know that." But yeah, on Paul's character just died this year. Damn. Fairly young, she's like sixty something, so oh, pretty young damn. for her. That sucks. What? How? What happened? I don't remember. Oh. I knew before, but I don't remember now. Wow. Um, but damn, yeah, like, that sucks. I want to see more of um these people and, and other things. Yeah, Obviously, for you've sure. seen Cillian Murphy. He was in. If you guys don't know, who that is he was in um The Dark Knight Rises. Right, right, right. right. He was the guy with like the. Yeah. Potato sack mask thing. Yeah, yeah, scarecrow. Scarecrow. Wow, yeah, that's cool. That's wild. Um, yeah, that's cool. So wait, this show start? Did it start on Netflix or was it like on BBC or like? I think it might have been on BBC. Okay. And then they moved it to Netflix, but I think it's technically Netflix original on it. Okay. Like they maybe they just they probably because I think they they just like backed it on where, BBC where, and like where? all right, we're we're putting it on because cool. I think they released them first on BBC too. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's yeah. up. That's easy. What's up? So. It's gonna be a stupid question. Ten out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, ten out of ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I go ten out of ten. Yeah. Ten out of ten would recommend ten. five stars. All day. big time, big time. Great writing. It's like it feels like you're really in that thing. Yeah. Like, I would say definitely watch it with subtitles too. Because yes, yes. They they're Agreed. really good with getting the accents correct mm-hmm. for where these people are coming from. Right. Like the Irish people sound like they're clearly they're Irish. Like you. The people from London sound different than the people from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Like it's watch it so you understand what they're saying at first, and then probably season two and three you can turn it off because right. you are used to hearing right. what they're saying and the words they're using. Well, I'm anti subtitles. Yeah, and I'm, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't support that message. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, some of the stuff before, like I would like I don't primarily read subtitles and watch if it's right, right. English. <laughs> I'll listen to it, and if I'm confused, I'm like, all right, what did they just say? I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have gotten that yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. if, if I wasn't. Yeah. If I didn't have subtitles on. But Word. Yeah. Word. Oh, awesome, guys. Yeah, I don't I have anything negative to say. The peakies. Yeah, there's <laughs> like Peaky blinders. Peaky bloody blinders. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things when they when they do something. By order of the peakies. <laughs> the peakies. The peakies. I, love I was like, oh shit! I love it. They're like the UK Crips or some shit. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, super dope show, super dope. All right, that's a wrap for what we watched, and we just talked about our first uh, series, minimal Tokyo Drift references. Pew pew pew. None. There was one. You made one. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you sure? Yeah, you sure did. It wasn't me this time. It was at some point. I forgot. I forgot when or what the context was. But you oh, said it was about it was me like reality Amari shows arguing. Yeah, oh, yeah. they set up. Yeah. Us I mean, arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is there's no need for a setup. But there's no need for a setup. It'll happen. It's gonna happen. That's just. All right, we're gonna interview before we argue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>